Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to the Embrace Mental Health Podcast, where we embrace a not-so-clinical approach to conversations surrounding all things mental health. Hello, and welcome to our first Embrace Podcast. This is our Embrace Mental Health Podcast squad. Uh, We're so excited to be here and just all the things that we've got planned for this. So first, I think we should probably introduce ourselves. (laughs) So um, my name is Kelsey, and I'm the founder of Embrace. And um, there's a number of reasons that this project means so much to me. But when I think about mental health, it really intersects with so many different parts of my life. Um, First things first, I have a master's degree in social work. Got some professional experience uh, working in the mental health field. But mental health is also very personal for me, and there will be an episode going a little bit deeper into my mental health story. Um, But really, it's just, it's my passion, it's my heart, it's my soul, it's my experience, it's my professional experience too. Um, But yeah, on top of that, I also work at a school as a uh, volleyball and basketball coach and an assistant athletic director. So a wide variety of interests in my life, and that's kind of how I like it. anyway. All right. Well, I will go ahead and go next. So my name is Wesley Lawton. I go by Wesley or Wes. So you might hear either one on this podcast. Um, and I've known Kelsey for a long time since high school. Uh, there's a, an infamous story where she threw a stick at my head and, uh, <laughs> and it was, uh, the rest is history. So Autumn, <laughs> we'll have to share that with you sometime. Maybe it'll come up on the podcast, but anyway, um, and Autumn is a, a new uh, friend for me, a new uh, podcast colleague. So very happy to be here. I have a master's in clinical mental health counseling from Oakland University. And I have been uh, practicing as a clinician in a number of different areas, uh, primarily in a hospice setting, actually, as a grief counselor uh, since 2018. And I've worked in career counseling Uh, And I recently opened, just in May, I started seeing clients here at my private practice. So I'm kind of transitioning into that and helping folks with a number of different issues. And so uh, mental health, it totally is my career. I expect to be in this field on some level or another until I retire. And of course, um, personal for me as well, it's something that I've I've thought about uh, for years, even before I started doing it professionally. And um, yeah, it's part of all of our lives. That's why we're doing this podcast. So um, and let's see, I'm a uh, uh, husband, a father. I uh, Most of my first quote unquote free time goes to being with my family and taking care of my little kids. Um, but besides that, I love playing music and uh, going on hikes and <laughs> all kinds of other things. So uh, hopefully you'll get to know me and everybody else here as you keep on listening to this podcast. Yeah, I can go next. So Um, I'm Autumn. Um, Unlike my two friends and colleagues here, I have very little academic experience when it comes to anything related to mental health. Um, I took a psychology, I took psych 101 my freshman year uh, at Michigan State University, and it's the only class I've ever failed. So (laughs) do with that information what you will. (laughs) Um, But when I graduated from school, I went into uh, college ministry where I was the Caring Connection Coordinator. Um, And a lot of my role there was just doing like relational care, um, meeting with people when they were going through a tough time, offering a listening ear, um, you know, giving wise counsel when needed. But honestly, just more so being 
like a safe person for people to kind of be a hot mess with. Um, and that's just kind of like how I, how I like to brand myself in general. That's how I like to be where people can just be authentic and be themselves and show up as they need to, because we need spaces like that in this really, really plastic fake put on a show kind of world. Outside of that, I am getting my master's degree right now in natural resources. And I am very passionate about uh, the climate, very passionate about the climate crisis and climate change. Um, And I am actually developing more and more of an interest um, on the intersection of climate change and mental health. And so I'm excited to talk about that hopefully in a future episode um, and just dive deeper into my studies for that as well. Aside from that, I, uh, I'm a big fan of hot yoga. Um, it is just one of the, one of the few things that I can always turn to, to be like an an active help with my mental stress and my mental illness. Um, I have a cute dog. His name is Basil. He's a Boston Terrier. He has a smushed face and he sounds like a pig. Um, and yeah, I'm just super excited for this podcast. I think all three of us just have so much, so much to bring from like different areas and different perspectives that complement each other really well. Um, and even at times, if we have things that we disagree on, it'll just be, it'll just be good. I think that this podcast hopefully will touch a lot of people and just be a space where people can hear honest mostly unfiltered thoughts on what it's like living with mental illness, how to take care of your mental health and all those things in between. Yep. I'll say I was super excited when I talked to both Autumn and Wes about doing a podcast with me and I was afraid they were going to be like, Oh no, I don't want to do that. And both of them are immediately super excited and on board. And I'm, I'm just super pumped about that because like Autumn and Wesley are truthfully two of the most authentic and wise people that I know. And so I'm just really excited to work with them on this project. You're so kind. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So when we think about who this podcast is for, um, you know, full disclosure, I looked up how to start a podcast. And one of the things says like really narrow down your focus. Um, So when we're looking at what this narrow focus is, this podcast is for everyone. <laughs> the reality is, is first of all, so many people struggle with mental health themselves. And we definitely want this podcast to be a helpful resource and safe place for those people. But at the same time, uh, because it is such a widespread issue and so many people deal with it, everybody knows and loves somebody who struggles with mental health as well. So this isn't really a podcast that's super specific. I really hope that everybody truly could listen to it and get something out of it. You know, honestly, I even want people who are skeptical or have had bad experiences with mental health, you know, professionals or whatever it may be. Um, You know, this podcast is not for just a small group of people. I really hope that it's something that can be beneficial to everybody. Yeah, I completely agree too. I'm glad that this that we're not trying to uh, create some sort of like exclusive club where like information is, you know, only relevant for a certain group of people. It's like, 
I mean, I guess in some ways it is relevant for only a certain group of people that a certain group of people just so happens to be everyone in the entire world, you know, because <laughs> everyone is in some way, shape or form impacted by mental illness, whether it's like you said, themselves or someone that they know. So, yeah, if I could chime in on that too, uh, even though I think that, uh, and I hope that anybody would benefit from listening to this podcast, if I think about the idea of a target audience, uh, who will be listening to this podcast most likely, if I'm being realistic about that, I think it would be people who um, want to learn more about subjects related to mental health. And that's not everybody. Some people <laughs> are simply not going to be interested in that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they probably won't be listening to a podcast about it. Uh, people who, uh, I would say, I hope that people who work in this field professionally would benefit from this in some way, because um, anytime that you hear the perspectives of other people on subjects of mental health, perspectives that are hopefully uh, researched or experienced, and and I know we've talked about interviewing other people on this podcast in the future, so there's always something to be gained. But I think even more than for professionals, this podcast might be aimed at people who are um, not professional mental health clinicians, people who are, who are aware of the of concepts related to mental health, but uh, wouldn't necessarily be teaching a class on it or something like that. And uh, I know that we've talked about, and we'll get more specific into this in the future, about uh, ideals related to pop psychology and, and how uh, a lot of times people, they, they take words, they take ideas and concepts and kind of run with them and say, this is what it means. When in reality, it's, it's not what it means. And it can actually sometimes be dangerous or at least inhibit mental health to uh, misunderstand the way that uh, mental health related concepts actually work. So uh, I know we'll get into that more in the future, but I guess uh, just wanted to chime in with that, that this is for for everybody, but I think uh, we do have specific goals and purposes in mind with it as well. Yeah. So good segue, Wes. Um, (laughs) Next, I wanted to kind of touch on um, what our goals are with this podcast. I would definitely say probably our two main goals are to educate and to empower people. Um, When you think of the educating piece, as my personal experience, going through mental health challenges is a like a difficult enough process. But the other thing that people are against on top of that is just a lot of misinformation or lack of information um, in, in the terms of mental health. You know, I think we all know that there are certain myths and stigmas that get attached with mental health. And so we hope to, you know, bust some of those myths or to help help relieve some of those stigmas for people and just help people to have a better understanding of what mental health looks like, what that struggle can be for people and just some of those pieces. Sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) We were talking at the start of the podcast, uh, everybody, just, I think in the, in, for the sake of uh, transparency and authenticity, just about how, you know what, this is our, this is our first podcast and we hope to do many, many more and about how uh, I I hope, I hope that as the months and the years go by and we're doing this podcast (laughs) that we look back on this and be like, wow, we've come a long way. (laughs) (laughs) And so uh, there are going to be, there are going to be some bumps and that's all part of it. Uh, Like Kelsey mentioned, you know, being real and authentic, that's, that's part of the the whole gig. So um, yeah. Yeah. But I don't have anything to add to that. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Autumn, you do you have anything to add? <laughs> I do <Okay>. not. <laughs> <laughs> so the other piece, too, is that we hope to empower people, whether that's empowering people who are 
in the midst of their own mental health struggles um, to help, you know, maybe find some shortcuts in the journey or um, just find um, some encouragement or some perspective shifts that can help you take control of your own journey. And I think, too, it's empowering other people to know how to best love and care for the people in their lives who struggle with mental health issues or even, as Wesley mentioned, empowering people who are within the mental health field to know how best we can walk alongside one another as they're going through the different challenges that, you know, sometimes can be a lifelong journey. Yeah. I I would hope that by uh, having these conversations, right. Cause you know, right now this is an introduction episode. And so we're talking a lot about kind of the, the purpose of this. We're referring to mental health and mental illness kind of in broad terms. But of course, this is a podcast and it's it's a weekly podcast and um, we're going to have to get into it and we're going to get into it. And, and we have a, a great schedule lined up. Kelsey came up with a, a lot of awesome topics and Autumn and I are contributing some ideas as well. And uh, so we're going to get into the nitty gritty and there's really um, an infinite number of ideas and perspectives that we're going to be delving into that we hope will be relevant for everyone listening. And I hope that anyone listening to this on that empowering piece that Kelsey was talking about, you know, by hearing people talk about this in kind of regular everyday terms, but also coming from perspectives of being informed or educated or having personal experience with it, um, you can feel empowered to have these kinds of conversations yourselves or to share information with your loved ones or um, maybe to feel less alone in your own struggles. So, um, you know, hopefully this is a great resource for that, not to mention the the information that you'll be picking up that you might be able to use as a tool in your practical everyday life. Yeah. And I hope that not only hope, but I, I anticipate that the, the goal to educate will lead into our goal of empowering. Like when people are educated, when they are made aware of, you know, whether it's the statistics and the realities of mental health in the world or in the country or, you know, educating them on resources or whatever we're talking about. um, My hope is that people being made aware will empower them. So I'm thinking specifically empowering the people that are struggling with mental health challenges and mental illness. Um, and really for me personally, like as a woman of color, um, I have a, a strong desire to see those that tend to feel a little bit more marginalized in the mental health community um, I, I have just such a strong desire to see them empowered in this. So like men and people of color, um, certain religions, you know, pe- that people ascribe to where mental health is just stigmatized times 10. Um, and I, I really, really hope that through having these conversations and inviting other people to have conversations with us in this, that people will realize it's so cliche, but that people will actually realize that they're not alone, you know, that they're not crazy, um, that, yeah, that they can, that there's resources for them. And we're just three regular people who, uh, you know, if you're listening to this or you're listening to a podcast one day and you relate to something, it's like, we're not some like the mental health gurus or, you know, anything like that. We're just three random people doing a podcast (laughs) on this and 
don't know. I just, I hope that empowers someone that we're just, we're normal and that's okay. <laughs> you know, Autumn, as you, as you were talking, I thought about throwing in a little like half jokingly knowledge is power, right? That's the old cliche. <laughs> but as you were talking further and I was listening to you and, and thinking about is knowledge power, you know, not, not to get into like, you know, something kind of philosophical here right away. But I, I just think that that is, that is the narrative in our society and has been for a long time, that knowledge is power. And in our uh, modern world on the internet, where we're publishing a podcast, uh, we have all of the, the knowledge, the things that we can know available to us. And um, I'm not sure that that the average person feels that much more powerful as a result. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think that a lot of it, a lot of the reason, uh, one more reason, I guess I'm excited for this podcast and what we have to offer is that it's not just about the information and the knowledge, but it's about what do you do with that? How do you respond to yeah. that? How do you implement it in your life? Uh, I guess that's wisdom, you know, and to me, wisdom, um, offers a lot more practical value than knowledge. I, I wouldn't have been able to say that until we had uh, the internet and Google and everything else, you know, social media and, and all the information right there uh, that we're bombarded by. Uh, but you know what? That was an experiment that we ran and we found out that knowledge itself is not necessarily power, but, but we're here to offer um, stories from our own lives and perspectives and um, experience uh, helping and interacting with other people that we have learned from and are looking forward to sharing with you. And so there's that uh, empowerment piece we hope that will be uh, realistic. All right. So next up, I um, kind of wanted to break down our logo. Um, first things first, I want to shout out uh, Ashland Cuphart. As I said, I um, have been a basketball coach for a number of years, and she was one of my previous players. And I knew she is a very talented artist. And so I am not. I am bad at art. Like I can draw a cartoon cow and that's, that's my claim to <laughs> fame of art. <laughs> um, but I had seen some of the stuff that she had done and she is such a kind person too. And so I approached her and said, Hey, can you help me make a logo? And I, it came out even better than I ever could have dreamed, but I just kind of wanted to break down each piece of it is pretty intentional. And so kind of to explain the heart behind embrace and some of that, I wanted to go through some of that. So first of all, in terms of embrace, in my own mental health journey, embrace was a huge paradigm shift for me. For such a long time, my uh, approach to my mental health was pretty passive or even avoidant or kind of trying to figure out how to just make it through the different symptoms that I experienced kind of thing. One of the affirmations that I had that probably was the most powerful um, was I can embrace any challenge. And so for a long time, I was afraid of challenges. I was afraid of what my mental health could look like. And when I had that word embrace of rather than shying away from or being afraid of, you know, some of the struggles that I was dealing with, but instead embracing my challenge, that really made me feel more powerful and more in control of my own journey towards health. And so that, you know, when I was trying to think of what do I want to call this, like that word just embrace became a word that just felt right for what I'm hoping to help people do, to help other people embrace their own mental health journeys as well. For me, I, I'm learning that, learning the idea of embracing the whatever state my mental health decides to be in when I wake up in the morning. Um, <clears throat> I think for me, it's less passive and it's more like resistance. Like I, 
either want to like deny the fact that I am struggling with this or I just want to fix it. That's my biggest thing right now. I'm just like, I just want to fix it. I just want to feel better. Um, and the idea of embracing my mental illnesses, embracing, you know, having a poor state of my mental health at times, um, I am excited to learn how to do that <laughs> through this podcast because I, I have not arrived. I am not there. <laughs> I am not going to fake it. Yeah. So I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, I'm sure we're all going to learn as much as <laughs> uh, any listener while doing this podcast. And um, yeah, that, that concept of embracing uh, the, the challenges, embracing the uh, obstacles for what they are, taking them head on and facing them instead of trying to get away from them and resisting them. Uh, other affirmations that I have a strong emotional connection to, like, you know, everything belongs or nothing is wasted or it's all part of the story. It's all part of the journey. I mean, these are really mantras in my daily life. And, and um, I share about concepts like this with clients that I work with on a regular basis because it's just so powerful. And really, like you're saying, Kelsey, life changing to, uh, I, I think that so often the, um, kind of neurotic ways that we respond to the problems that we face in life in the present and the future worries about or sorry, in the present and the past and worries about the future um, are really at the, at the source of so many of what we would call, you know, so many things we would call uh, mental illness or a lack of, of mental health. And uh, if only, you know, there's a, there's a handful of lessons I wish that everyone in the world could learn and I'm still learning them too. And one of them is this is like, if only we could actually, invite that and see what that has to teach us. And yes, there's, there's healthy ways to do stuff. There's unhealthy ways to do stuff. There's ways that work better than others. And, and so we're not saying that, you know, it's all good and everything is equal, but really that, um, that thing that is causing you problems might also, uh, be an answer for you or, um, you know, that, that thing that you're dreading might actually be one of the most important experiences of your life. I mean, um, mm. uh, such a powerful concept and well worth, a, a title <laughs> for a podcast and uh, a movement and an organization and uh, all these uh, things that were that, that Kelsey is uh, putting into place here and that we get to be a part of. So then the next piece you'll kind of see around the top and the bottom of the circle. It talks about the not so clinical approach to mental health. Um, and what I certainly do not mean by that is that we are anti-therapy, we are anti-medication, we are anti-any sort of clinical aspect to this. Like, that is absolutely not what I'm trying to say. But in terms of that not-so-clinical, you know, sometimes because of some of the medical pieces that have kind of gotten to be a part of the mental health field, um, a lot of times it can get really bogged down in clinical terminology or some of those pieces where people who might be trying to go through this journey are like, I feel like I need to go take a college course to understand what people are even talking about. So really my goal for this podcast is to bring this kind of level of understanding to a place where it's accessible to people, um, where you don't feel like you have to have a master's degree in social work or you know <laughs> a doctorate to understand how to best work through your mental health journey, but to bring... You know, we have some expertise here, but as we've also said, like we're all still in a state of learning ourselves. 
but doing what we can to make this as a place where people can be empowered and embrace their journey and make it a little bit more accessible and down to earth in some ways. Yeah. And to, to add on to that, this is, this is a very un, unprocessed thought. So go with me. <laughs> my, my hope also is that when I think of not so clinical, I think of other things that we would maybe want this podcast to not so be. And something for me personally is the not so, I want to be careful with this, not so traditionally religious. I, I know for myself and I know that there are so many people that have had unfortunate experiences with their mental illness or their mental health trials, like through a religious lens, um, where it's like the theology of like how you're supposed to go about your mental health or what that means about the state of your faith or X, Y, Z. And like what you were saying, just kind of bringing the conversations to a place that is very grounded, I think is going to be so important, whether, whether you're getting bogged down by the clinical stuff or you've been, you know, kind of burned by the religious stuff. Like we, we want to talk about this in a way that is just real accessible. I don't know, just trying to remove all of the like clouding that's around it as much as we can. Um, We're still, even us, we're still going to come with our own stuff that we kind of are influenced by, but yeah, I just have a personal desire to have those conversations about how that has impacted people and figure out ways where those conversations can be much more life-giving than, you know, draining and shaming and condemning and all those things. Yeah. One thing that we learned when we met last week was that we all, and I'm sure this will come out in a podcast soon enough anyway, so we all have a background in religion in spirituality, um, in Christianity specifically. And uh, we have things that we love about that and things that we do not love about that, especially as it pertains to mental health. And so this isn't like a bias or an agenda of this podcast, but I'm sure that that's something that we'll be pulling from. And you know, to Autumn's point, I hope that this is an authoritative resource. I hope that this is. I hope that we're trustworthy. You know, and 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 part of being trustworthy is being honest about the fact that uh, we don't know it all, and we're not going to pretend like you know we're not, we're not uh, hopefully going to speak too often to things that we um, aren't necessarily experts on. We can share from our own stories, and here's my perspective, and here's what's worked for me. But yeah, we want to uh, be people who. Um, I guess, you know, we hope that, and this is, I think, what any podcaster hopes, that that you feel a connection to us as you're listening to us because we're being real with you. And to take some of the um, kind of professional or clinical information, you know, and most people aren't going to go out and read an academic article about something, even though pretty much all of the popular articles that you're reading are based on those academic articles. And I think that's the kind of thing that we're talking about. We want to take... Um, information, whether it's from academic articles or from uh, things that we've encountered in grad school or whatever it el- whatever else it is, or just, just 
uh, wisdom that we've picked up on our journeys uh, for, through making mistakes or through learning from other people's mistakes. And we want to give them to you in a way that is not uh, watered down or not diluted, but that is still palatable in a way that uh, and, and digestible <laughs> to, to go with the eating metaphor there. Um, uh, ways that you can actually apply to your life uh, that that doesn't water it down in any way. That's a, I think a huge goal of this podcast, which is, you know, as Kelsey's been, been sharing and it's right there in the title. I really love that word grounded. I think that was a great expression of what I, what the not so clinical wants to mean is it's a, a grounded place where it doesn't feel like all of it's out here, but it's someplace where you can be grounded in. So I appreciate that. Appreciate your thoughts. And then finally, if you look at the logo, you'll see that there are both on top, you've got pine trees, and then underneath you've got some some rooting system. And the whole kind of point of the pine tree symbol, um, something that I've thought about for a long time as I've been, you know, working through this is I had, you know, I had points where I had hope or I had, um, you know, relief from my anxiety is what I have mostly struggled with. But it never felt like it was perennial. It never felt like it was an evergreen, could maintain through the winter. It was like I could plant it, but then winter would come and I'd have bare branches. And so um, as I've learned and grown, you know, that concept of trying to develop these things in my life that are evergreen, that are like pine trees, that even through the winter, you know, they're still growing and strong. And so, you know, that's part of the piece and the reason for the pine tree symbol is that that's, you know, that's what I hope is that we can help some people to develop some perennial, some perennial goodness in their lives and build up some, some things in their lives that they can trust to hold true through the winter and kind of have an evergreen hope or an evergreen health, you know, kind of a thing. And the other piece of that too, the, the rooting system Um, you know, when I felt like, okay, the stuff that I've been trying to build in my life, you know, it doesn't last through the winter. And it also just had really shallow roots where it was really easy to kind of pull up and it was gone. And so trying to be intentional about, okay, what can I plant in my life and how can I get deep roots, a deep root of hope, a deep root of peace, a deep root of, you know, whatever it was that I needed in that time. So that's, you know, overall, my hope is to help people develop evergreen hope and like strongly rooted, deeply rooted pieces of those kinds of things in their life as well. Yeah, uh, for my private practice, which uh, not just for the sake of plugging it, but it is called <laughs> All Things Grow Counseling. And so I'm a big fan of the the plant and the tree metaphor. And I'm, I'm here in my office and I've got plants all over or all around me and not all over me, but all around <laughs> me and um and I, I really, of course, enjoy that environment. And uh, there's actually just one piece that I want to add to my wall. It's a piece of art that I came across that quotes. Um, and, and if uh, anybody comes across my bio for this podcast, I put in there that I'm a lover of Tolkien, uh, who wrote Lord of the Rings and, and the whole uh, Middle Earth uh, compendium. And uh, I, I often reference lessons from that mythology in my own life. And so I'm not going to be nerding out about Tolkien all the time on this podcast, but I'll probably be dropping some Tolkien here and there. And uh, the, the quote uh, that I that I want to put on my wall is, deep roots are not reached by the frost. 
And I love that. Uh, mm-hmm. And that, that totally speaks to what Kelsey is saying that it's like, um, and the other thing about trees, including pine trees, one of the most powerful lessons from nature that I've ever learned is about how if you look at a forest or even individually planted trees, the roots go deep enough, they start to interconnect, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and trees are really, I, my understanding is that botanists are now understanding trees and, and other plants more as like, instead of individual organisms as one living, breathing organism. How powerful is that when you think about how that can apply to us as humans and the importance of connection and being one with one another, um, that when our roots get deep enough, we realize that, oh, hey, I'm, I'm, you and I are kind of, um, uh, we're both part of this in ways that we can both benefit from. We make one another stronger, right? So um, just a couple concepts that that makes me think of. So yay, nature. <laughs> <laughs> you guys shared such wisdom and mine's going to sound uh, less philosophical indeed but i just from what i just heard i just heard our first t-shirt design for whenever we get famous enough to start having t-shirts um <laughs> i think it should say perennial goodness and evergreen hope because oh, i go. i'm gonna hold on to that there's something about that i mean it sounds i said it sounds silly but like genuinely i think that's something that i'm going to be reflecting on for a while because that's deep that's real something that is something that endures um and i think endurance is one of one of the biggest things that people who struggle with mental illness long for the you just become so tired and so weak and you're like can't do this the the idea of endurance evergreen hope like this something that stays i, I like it about <laughs> that yeah we yes. see in society it's so like more and more surface and fast and yeah. quick and uh, tweetable or TikTokable. Xable, <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I, yeah, oh yeah, rest in peace to tweets, right? But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's the society that we live in, and unfortunately, it doesn't seem to be slowing down in that regard. And so, uh, one thing that I, I guess I hope we can offer, and that uh, any good mental health resource will hopefully offer, is um, what is the the deep roots? What's the base note? What's the thing that stays there regardless of the noise going on all around it? Yeah. Uh, I think we're all hungry for that on some level. Yeah. yeah. I am super excited. Um, just even hearing what my two co-hosts had to say today, I just know that I've <laughs> I found the perfect people for this. Um, I'm super excited for all that this is and all that it could be and all that it can be. Um, but yeah, so share this so that we are popular enough to make merch so we can make autumn's <laughs> shirt a reality yeah that's right i will i will don that uh and yeah and, and just again as a reminder to y'all listening to this introduction podcast again we have a, a great schedule lined up um some awesome topics that uh, when we looked through kelsey's list that she put together we really i think lit up uh when we met about that and we're like oh yeah oh i love this i'm so passionate about this and i have so much to share about this that, that people can can benefit from and so this is uh an intro in every sense of the word and hopefully picked up some content that you can that can help you in your day-to-day life but that wasn't necessarily the purpose of this podcast that will be the purpose of other podcasts mm-hmm. coming up so hope you'll stay tuned yeah, don't forget to give us a follow on Instagram too at embrace.mental.health. Yep. And we're also on Facebook. 
I don't know exactly. I'll share. I don't know. There's a link to it somewhere. <laughs> Figuring it out still, but you can find us on Facebook. at. I, I've got it right here. Facebook.com slash embrace.mental.health.nsc. That's the URL for us. You can also probably just search for Embrace Mental Health and um, you'll see that beautiful logo that was described in depth and, and you'll find us there too. Yes. All right. See everybody next week. See you next time. Mm-hmm.